Hey, man. Hey, IJ. Welcome We're back. back. <laughs> We're back. We're back. Let's cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, merch. Merch. That's right. We we have merch. Yeah. Shout out to um your sister-in-law for getting this as an awesome present. Yeah. <laughs> Becky got me this for, for Christmas. You guys were um uh planning this, weren't you? Yeah, uh, that's right. She actually um, messaged me being like, I'm a stranger, I know, but <laughs> hear me out. But yeah, <laughs> she's really nice and sweet about it. And so I was just like, yeah, merch for me too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but it was, it was lovely. It was lovely. It was yeah, awesome. It's good. But I would like to just firstly say congratulations. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Because you're now, you just tied the knot recently. Yeah. And um, yeah, congratulations. We're back and hopefully... Back yeah. for more consistent podcasts, I guess. Yeah, we are. That's uh, awesome. Before we start, I guess we'll play our intro. <laughs> yes. So we're back. What did you get up to during your break? Um, so we got married and then we went to Terrigal for a week and then we came back home and we just were just spending the time settling in and moving stuff mm. from her old place to our new home and mm. yeah, just, um, spent time with family down South and yeah. just Getting to know the new in-laws. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's great. That's yeah. great. Quality family time. Yeah, it's been good. It's been fun. Yeah, well, that's, that's heaps good to hear. Yeah. Mm. How how's your um Christmas and New Year's? Yeah, it was good. It's good. Um, yeah. It, uh, the year was actually. I was saying before uh, we were talking about um how our breaks were. I mentioned to you that this was the first time in my entire life that I did nothing for New Year's because every year. I'm always with family or friends at some sort of gathering and celebrating, counting down. Literally, because the restrictions tighten around, you know, COVID restrictions tighten around uh, New Year's even more so. Uh, yeah, I, like my plans with meeting our friends got cancelled. And so it was just me, my roommate, and my brother, my two brothers, really. And we just like played games until it was like 11 55 we're like hey it's almost new year's we should wake up our parents and tell them and count down and so when it came time we counted down we said happy new year and we literally went to sleep <laughs> it was the most I, I can't see anything wrong with that <laughs> like what was <laughs> but every year like, we without fail have been spending we, we spent new year's eve at someone's place every year yeah and that's been much. that's always been fun so this year's been a little bit different yeah we, it's like we're taking a break this was a break year but um hopefully next year would be a bit better where we can celebrate with more friends and family but yeah we'll see we'll see yeah. and also before i start i just want to set a disclaimer um just for listeners and viewers just to let you guys know that we yeah this uh, the purpose of their podcast is to just share our feelings and reflections. We're not going to, we obviously we won't mention names. If we do mention scenarios, we'll always keep it ambiguous and we want to focus in 
on the experiences and how we're feeling and and that's it and you know that's just the nature of relationships and hardships and and people um so hopefully and we always make sure if we do mention names so we always get you know our guest permission or whoever is involved's permission in regards to um before we post and we, we we always have a debrief and talk about so just rest assured this is a space that yeah carefully thinks about <laughs> what we post online but also um reassure our viewers that yeah it's it's a space where we want to cultivate good healthy conversation without it costing you know us talking about individuals in negative light and that's not what we're about either <laughs> so yeah but uh i guess as we move on with our normal progression of an episode we have a guest we do have a guest and i would like to welcome our guest tk can you pause yeah come in Lee. yeah hey tk so, we're a bit rusty <laughs> <laughs> yes yes welcome welcome to our show Good luck, Corner. <laughs> What's doing, boys? What's going on? Uh, I just saw you um, <clears throat> looking at the mirror and preparing yourself to come on the screen. Man, you don't have to expose me. <laughs> you know? Just keep a shush. I'm keep not. A shush, I'm shush. just trying to... Speaking some of my beers, nice and grooming for the camera. And, you know. Well, it looks pretty good. <laughs> oh, thank you, Vin. Yeah. Well Much groomed. Appreciated. How often do you shave? Shave? Oh, how often do you like oh, to it? maintain that? Uh, I brush it every night, every day, right. and I got beard oil, so I put it in my hand, rub it together, and then uh, put it in my face. Oh, nice. Massage, okay. you know. Yeah, okay. You got, you uh, got a routine for that? I do have a routine. <laughs> I do. Nice. Awesome. Yes, it is awesome. But yeah, what's uh, what's been going on with you boys, huh? What's uh, obviously Vin, you know, you're married and that. Yeah, you know, what's a, what's a how long have you been married for? Two two months was it? Uh, almost two months now. Almost two months. Yeah. How's uh how's the married life treating you? Uh, yeah, all right. Um, a bit, um, uh, sometimes a little bit rocky, but um, we I'm I'm we're we're both getting used to living with someone because we've lived on our own for a long time, mm. the both of us. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like waking up in the morning and going, oh, she's here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, at least yeah. it's not so a I'm total still getting stranger. used to that. <laughs> at least it's not a total stranger. Someone that yeah. you know, you're like, ah. <laughs> Very nice. Well, you, Ajay, what have you been up to other than uh, New Year's and that? Anything anything interesting in that? Uh, nothing much. I think we'll, yeah, just, just for time with family and stuff like that. Beautiful, really beautiful. Been doing too much. But let me ask you this question. What's the good word? What is the good word? Well, if you're watching, the good word is the gospel, all right? The Bible. <laughs> that, actually, no. Well, Vin Dang, um, this is something that me and Vang, Vin Dang always uh, talk about. Um, every time we see each other, we were like, what's the good word, lad? Um, Vin, what does it mean? <laughs> I still don't know what it means to this day. You don't know what it means, and you ask me the same thing every time you see <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, so like, what's a good word, lad? And then like, we, you know? so what would you say when when I ask you what the good word is? Oh no, like the word of the day, you know, like Sesame Street's got the word of the day in that, you know. But the letter of today is yeah, the letter or, C, or the word of today is you know something, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Well, yeah, actually, no, I just don't know the origins. That's, that's the only thing that I still don't know to this day. Is what the origin. Let's give it down to this. What is the origin? I mean, where, where did you get that phrase from? <laughs> well, I think um, uh, it's a saying, isn't it? What the good word is. But um, it was actually on, I, I heard it on The Simpsons. You know, the Australian episode? Oh. Where um, oh, yeah, 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 Bart calls an Australian number and then he racks up a huge bill and um, by accident. Yep. And then um, the, the, the people on the other line call him back and go, oh, you owe us this much because you've, um, you've made us call you back and now we have a huge bill. So we, we want you to reimburse us for it. And then they take it up to like the higher courts and um, involve all the high level people. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think it's just one of those scenes where they um, they like intensely mock Australia, and they they the the guy runs down to the creek and he mm. uh, he calls out for the prime minister, yeah. and apparently our prime ministers hang out on uh, like <laughs> just on lay a around lake, on a, in a, on a on lake a inflatable in donut, <laughs> and he just goes. Um, Oi, Mr. Prime Minister. Apparently we're British because <laughs> their Australian accents were pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. And then they were just like, um, well, the guy was like, Oi, mate, what's the good word? <laughs> so that's where it comes that's from. That's huh? our a Simpsons reference uh, has now yeah. become. <laughs> Finally know where it comes from. Simpsons. Yeah. It, I it, thought it was somewhere else. It's a saying. It's a saying. It's just where I heard it. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Well, when you MC church, TK, that's how you oh, open. Yeah, I did, I did MC for church and I got a really bad response. <laughs> I'm mean, never come again. up to me. He was like, hey, never do that again. I'm like, sorry, boss. <laughs> My uh, bad. Simpsons reference in church. Yep. Cool. Uh, TK. Yeah, mate. Uh, so it's a great privilege to have you here with us tonight. Thank you for having me um, on. Yeah. Oh, thanks for being here. Oh, it's a pleasure. Um, we... Um, we would love to get to know you. So, um, tell us about yourself. Like, uh, you go to church with us. Um, how did we meet? How did we meet? So, long, well, not really a long story, but I, you were my first youth group leader at church. Way, way, way back then when I was a young fella. Wow. So, you were my first youth group leader. I think you were on my first sick camp. No, first youth group later. And then from then on, like, we'll see each other here and there at church. I'll visit on and off. And then afterwards, it was like I started to come consistently to church. And then we ended up, you know, talking and then, you know, being in the same Bible study group, you know, hanging out, getting to know each other more, you know. And then, you know, you get married, you know, I was at your wedding as well, you know. And, uh, yeah, and that's how we know each other. That's how we met, I think. Yeah, nice. <laughs> that's I think that's how we met. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize you went to another church back then when you went to when you were at summer youth camp. Oh uh, yeah, I went to my parents' you? church. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Church. So, so how did you find church. out about our camp? Uh, back in back when I was uh, young, what I did was on a Friday night. Obviously, most kids would go uh, youth group and stuff like that because I went to a Christian school, um, and so. I put a status out on Facebook saying, oh, whose youth group should I go to oh. on Friday night? And then one of my classmates who happens to have the first same and last name as me, <laughs> um, surprisingly, 
Uh, he messaged and he commented to say, "Oh, come on, it's in Fairfield." I was like, "Okay, Fairfield's close. Let's have a you know have a gaze. Go down, oh, suss it out." Yeah, and then I went down, and then uh, boom. From then on, <laughs> I just kept coming every week. Yeah, right. That's cool. That's right. Yeah, and you go to the same high school as some of the other guys at church as well, don't you? That's right. This man over here. Yeah. Uh, we went to the same high school. Yes, yeah, so Regents uh, Park. That's right. Shout out to the school. Joking, that. shout out, like that. Well, shout out to the, uh, we recover it's, from it's Corona. O- it's okay. Um, <laughs> it's okay. You made it out alive. We, we made it. We graduated. That's all matters. Yeah. And surprisingly, we're still Christians. <laughs> we're still Christians, and we graduated. Praise God. So, Praise God. Yeah. so that so, school kind of works. <laughs> OJ was in year 12 when I was in year 7. When I was yeah. coming oh, to year okay. 7. I so do. That's the age gap. I just remember when the new year 7s came when I was in year 12. And I, I think I do distinctly remember you were like this chubby little kid. It was really <laughs> fair and pale, and pale. and uh, yeah, I just remember that, um, because yeah, that's all I remember of you. But then obviously we didn't meet until I started going to, um, <laughs> I started going to uh, what was then called Life Church, which yep. is now Saint Barnabas. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, that's where I met you. But yeah, we we went to the same high school. Mm. But um, yeah, our paths probably crossed without even knowing. Surprisingly, but uh, the only person I remember from high school. Or from your your year group, other than after meeting you guys and realizing you guys all went was on. I just remember his no, laugh. Yeah. So if you watch this on, I still remember your laugh from when I was year seven. That's how I still remember you. I'm like, ah, oh, it's an unrecognizable got a laugh. Man. Very distinctive laugh. Yes. Almost SpongeBob like. <laughs> Considering he like watches that. He's a grown man. He's like 30 years old, and, and he it, still and loves SpongeBob. He still loves SpongeBob. Hey, what are you saying about 30 years old and, and watching cartoons? No, what I'm saying is there's a lovable man. If you're watching, if you're watching this brother, I love you. <laughs> yes, yes. So you say yeah. you um, come to church with us. Let us uh, ask you, how you became a Christian? And I want to find out a bit more of your story. How I that. became a Christian? Hmm. Well, all of us have a different uh, story on how we became Christians and how we came to know Christ. I uh, grew up in a Christian family. I uh, went to church every Sunday. I uh, went to Sunday school at the time every single week and stuff like that. So I sort of had an understanding of the Bible at a young age. Um, but my understanding of the Bible of, of what Christianity was when I was younger was more about, oh, you have to do good works in order to get to heaven. That's what it meant to be Christian when I was young. That's what I thought it meant to be Christian. It wasn't until in high school. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, you had to do good works, but it's more about you had to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that to become a Christian. And I would say I made that decision when I was in year eight. Wow. So That's I was a young awesome. fella. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cry like a little girl, but it's all good. Oh, that's that's sweet that um you know that conviction and that realization and that revelation of who Jesus is to you, mm. yeah, brought you to tears. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> 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 we haven't done this in yeah, a while. No. <laughs> it's been a while since the boys have done us. Uh, I've been a little bit rusty, yeah. <laughs> just a bit. Yeah, so came to the faith at an early age and um, you've, you know, you've stuck around at our church for a while now, which is good to see. I mean, you went to youth group as well. And Mm -hmm. I mean, to see you grow and now you're in, you're, um, you're involved in many ministries in church and you, you know, you also 
um, are uh, one of the um, well-known guys in church. You know, you um, mm. it's been really encouraging to see your growth um, from she's, seeing she's you from bro. when you were like, uh, you know, <laughs> I think you you just finished being a youth and transitioned to being an adult, and I was that's when I met you. So, oh. but all these years, yeah, you've just been showing up, and um, it's it's been encouraging to see you stick around and mm. and st- um, still kind of do um, church and life with us, even though you know there's always temptation everywhere else and to mm-hmm. to go somewhere else. But it's been really cool. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm still surprised I've stuck around <laughs> for that long. Um, yeah, because to like youth and all that stuff, done it for a long, long time. Uh, I think about seven years or so. Um, like straight after high school, went straight into being a leader. Mm. So that's it's huge, been man. A long, it's been a very, I would say, a, a good learning process from mm. when you first start mm. as a youth group leader to when you finish. And just to see your own growth and change, yeah, and how you lead the young, mm. the young kids and stuff like that. That would—that's the amount of time it takes from like almost like year seven to year twelve. So you've yeah, been yeah. through, like, seen juniors to seniors. Yeah, so like that's you, a long time. You, it's like as if they're your own kids. Mm. You, know, you see them grow, you know, not just physically but like spiritually as well. The, for the ones who are consistent and um, strong in their faith, you know, to see them consistently come to youth group week in week out you know to see them grow each and every single week ask the questions you know it's it's it makes i won't say our jobs easier but then at the same time it helps us facilitate the discussions a bit better Mm. so like we don't have to think of the questions and stuff like that so we can just bounce off the questions they ask and then from there on just comes a conversation instead of a you know like a study you know what i mean Mm, yeah yeah so what keeps you busy during the week? Keeps me busy in the week. Um, other than you know, sleep and eating. Um, I got two jobs. So one of them I work for the National Rugby League as an assistant development officer. So basically, what that job en- encompasses is basically I go into schools, basically teach kids how to play rugby league, run programs for them, um, try to get them engaged and involved with rugby league. Um, try to. And at the same time, tell them about our after-school programs or a whole other programs that are coming up. Um, trying to just get them involved in rugby league. Obviously, it's a sport that I love when I grew up playing as well. Um, just trying to um, get them to fall in love with what you fall in love with as well. That's and cool. so that's one of the jobs. Other one is I work as a strength and conditioning coach at the King School in North Parramatta. So basically, that job is just gym supervision, looking after the gym, making sure it's clean, uh, making sure the kids don't do anything stupid. Um, correct their form, uh, help them out if they ask questions, and yeah, yeah, nice. Um, so, all right, so you you seem pretty busy busy with your work, and what else did you get up to over the holiday seasons? Mm. Um, so Christmas, New Year's. Yep. Um, other than you know catching up on sleep and eating and gymming as well, um, I went on a camp, a youth camp called oh, nice. Summer Youth Camp. Yeah. Uh, that uh, UIC, United in Christ run. So shout out to that youth group there. Mm. It's my home. I'm representing your shirt as well. As well. But um, yeah, so they run it. And uh, I was fortunate and lucky enough to be a leader on that camp. Uh, been doing it for a couple of years now, um, similar to youth group. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's probably one of the highlights I did during my break. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And well, you've done that for a while, haven't you? 
Yeah, I've done it for. Oh, that's a good question. How long I've done it for? Um, probably roughly is either similar to youth group, but if you're gonna yeah. count how long I've been going since I was youth, then it's a lot longer. Yeah. Okay. So how long so have you been serving as a leader? I would say probably six to seven, similar to youth group years. Wow. Also, yeah. Yeah. So I've had longer my than fun. me now. <laughs> oh, geez. I've had my fun. You know, um, it's not just fun, but at the same time seeing. Um, having a love for what us leaders have to go through because of the preparation for the kids, like what the kids see is they see all the, all they see is just fun and games. Mm. At the same time, Bible teaching, but they don't realize the preparation involved. Yeah. Unless they decide to be leaders themselves, and yeah. they get to see the appreciation how much effort is put into mm. sit camp. So, mm-hmm. the director, shout out to you guys. You know, you guys are putting the work. MVPs, um, real MVPs. Yeah. You know, but sick <laughs> sick isn't just about you know running games for the kids and stuff like that. That's part of it. You know, it's all fun yeah. games. Mm, mm-hmm. But the main important part is um telling, giving, uh having the opportunity to tell kids about Jesus, mm, never, or mm-hmm. even telling kids about the gospel who've never heard it. Yeah, yeah. And just to facilitate questions and uh, discussions and just talking about. You know, getting to know the kids and just building strong, strong sort of relationships with them mm. as well. So, yeah, yeah, right. And um, so it well, it it looks like it's been going pretty well because the um, church has been um, the the youth group. Well, the summer youth camp kids have been turning up to church, and it's been really nice seeing them there and having a big group of people mm. with like new, new faces mm, and mm, definitely yeah so yeah. that's fresh meat <laughs> mm. yeah so um what keeps you going back to summer youth camp every year mm, good question um other than you know the final games and you know obviously the downtime us leaders get to have together um like i said before just the opportunity to tell kids about uh who jesus is and telling them the gospel um was what is what keeps me coming back building a relationship with the kids as well is what keeps me coming back um, just having fun with them, just being a kid again. Even though we're, mm. like, you know, we're most of us are in our mid twenties and older, you know, we're trying to keep up with these kids and we can't. And um, yeah, so it continues on even after the camp, doesn't it? Continues on even after camp as well. So for the ones who do decide to, you know, accept Jesus as a Lord and Savior, or you know, who are interested, you know, there's also a continued process with that. So like mentoring or discipling is what mm. some people will call it nowadays. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, just continuing on from, so instead of just stopping at sick, you just continue on for the whole year or for however long you know, it lasts, mm. you know? So sick is like just the beginning and you're preparing for the whole year ahead where you've established relationships with the kids and you want to help guide them throughout the year um, on this foundation of you've, um, you've um, spent spent a week with them away and teaching them about Jesus and then um, does that allow them to now um, go to youth group and mm. how do you guys like help pathways and avenues mm. yeah yeah so I do agree with that it's it's more of a process of um, seeing where they're at um, if they have any questions um, like following up with them and stuff like that meeting up with them um, and just Inviting them to youth group. So I would say if they're from sick, invite them to youth group first so they get settled in because they'll see familiar faces and they'll get comfortable. And then once they finish youth group after year 12, they invite them to come church because it's obviously a little bit older. But um, yeah, just invite them to youth group and starting from there. And then if they're willing, you know, meet up with them, catch up with them and just talking about, you know, more about 
what the Bible says, more about who this boy Jesus is, you know, what Christianity is all about. So it's more about um, trying to answer their questions, but at the same time, you know, we're not, we don't know all the questions or their answers well, to their questions. Mm, so, mm. Um, yeah, the, the more questions they have, the better. Um, but at the end of the day, it's their own decision whether they choose to accept or not. You know. Mm. Yeah, true. So speaking of discipleship, mm. uh, I guess, yeah, what are some good parts and what are the hard parts about it? So, yeah, what are what are the let's let's start with the hard parts. What are the hard parts? Mm, hard parts. Well, there's a lot of hard parts. Also, like with the hard parts, it's more about whether they're committed or not. Because sometimes when we like, I'm pretty sure. What if I say we've all met up with someone yeah. or another, done discipleship, or we met mm. up with someone? We try to you know, encourage them with their faith, or you know, if they're a new young Christian, we try to you know encourage and build them up. Mm. Um, but sometimes you know you can do it for a couple of weeks, couple of months, and then all of a sudden they just don't know what part of it, you know. And it's mm. like it's like what happened, you know? Like what did I say something wrong? Or right, like, yeah. Did, or is it like? Do you find it boring, or is like you know, going, you get what I mean? Mm. At the end, and then at the same time, it's like it almost comes like sometimes danger as well. Yeah, it's like you put in all this time and effort to meet up with this individual, mm. but then sometimes where and you tell them, you know, what the Bible says, and you tell them, you know, what or the hard truths, mm. but then sometimes they won't listen. Mm. And I think for me personally, it's more mm-hmm. if they don't listen, then. You know what? What more can I do to tell you what you're doing is wrong? I, like I can't hold your hand from Monday to Friday, you know, or Monday to Thursday, making sure you do the right things, and then when you rock up to youth group, you mm. know, you you do the good things to come youth group and church as well, you know. Like we all have our own lives at the end of the day, you know. Mm. So if I tell you something out of truth, and it hurts, but then at the same time, truth hurts. So um, for me, it's more about whether they listen or accept it or not. And then in commitment as well. Yeah, that's that's the hard part. I think I, I agree with you too when I've had times where I've discipled people who are younger Christians or, you know, youth in the past. I think yeah, I, I can that really resonates with me in that yeah, the hard part is the part where you have to exercise patience, especially mm-hmm. when they compromise on their beliefs, even though, you know, you've invested time and energy speaking the truth and the biblical principles um, to them and they agree. Mm. And then when temptation comes around or when, you know, they have to put what they claim to believe into action. Yeah. They, they do the opposite. And when you find out and when you confront them and have those conversations, yeah, it it is discouraging and and draining Mm. to face those things. Mm. Well, I guess in, in this, um, aspect of the hard part how how have you like coped through um those draining moments so what what, what helpful ways have you found um to navigate mm. through that um personally like prayer helps as well mm. mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like if you're meeting up this the person individual whoever you're meeting up with and you spend all your time and energy into trying to you know and meeting up with them and trying to help them grow but at the same time, you're gonna, you feel like a, a broken record. Yeah. You just go. It's just a repetitive cycle of you saying the same thing over and over again. Mm. And at, it's at the end of the day, it's gonna be their decision whether they choose to accept or hear it. Mm-hmm. And it's on them to act on it. I mean, we can't, you know, hold, you know, like we can't hold their hand, like I said before, throughout the whole week and tell them mm. you can't do this. You gotta do this. Blah blah blah. Right, you know? right, right. Uh, 
it, they have to take the initiative with the decisions that they make mm. and do. So if they don't want to do it or if they don't choose to listen, then okay, then that's on them. You know? Yeah, so having that mm. kind of perspective of like it's no longer necessarily um, our responsibility for mm. you to then, you know, move forward in certain decisions. Mm. It's, it's yours. So, mm. yeah, praying about that and surrendering to God is yeah. Because like at the end, because then it comes to a point where you can only do so much as the leader or the mm. the mentor, or the person, or yeah, the person who's in charge of discipling this individual. Because mm, you know I mean? mm-hmm. then, then you're just gonna wear yourself out, and yep. then it just comes this repetitive cycle. Yes. If you keep telling this person, or you confront them, or you meet up and be like, look, blah 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 blah, but then at the same time, it's like. Why am I keep? Why am I pre- repeating myself when you've already heard it before? Yeah, you know and, it, it and just, it's not yeah. taking root. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, I can uh, definitely hear the frustrations with um, sometimes feeling like you're saying the same thing over and over. Yeah, but um, I guess it's it's also sometimes a big <coughs> like. Um, reminder to ourselves that we're actually um, out there to um, share the gospel. And so when we do, we're, uh, that's that's the spirit working in us and mm. working through mm. um, those that we're discipling with. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it is got to do with a lot of us relying on God and, and, and relying on the Holy Spirit to, to guide and navigate. through it um yeah for me it's been like a curve of learning how to emotionally separate myself because you do you know emotionally invest in these relationships and you do Mm. go through the highs with them and also the lows and it and sometimes as as someone who mentors or disciples you have to take a step back and remember um god in the bigger picture i guess Mm. in 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 tackling such things or to to move past and or or to practice patience we have to remember god is ultimately in control and mm. when god says yes god says yes when god says no god says no so mm. it's all part of his plan so we yeah. should trust in that it's mm. very humbling in a sense that we're mm. we're actually not in control of anything yeah it's mm. so true yeah. yeah we're just the mere tool that god uses to you know what i mean like we can do so much but then mm. at the end of the day you know it's up to the individual to make the decision yeah and god works through miraculous in different ways Mm. So um, he can work in their heart to change their heart long in exactly. time. Exactly. You know? Yeah. All we can do is just pray mm. and to mm. encourage. But mm. then, um, yeah, it's at the end, it's in yeah. God's hands. Yeah. Pray, turn back to God, and leave it at that. Mm. Yeah. So we spoke about you know the hard parts. What are some of the good parts oh, about the good stuff? Yeah. What uh, are the, what are the good parts mm. of discipleship? Also, saying consistency. Um, mm. If we're talking about like from a youth group level, um, just to see them rocking up each and every single week um, is is what I find encouraging. Consistency, um, uh, spiritual growth. So when we an- ask them a question and they answer in a, in a deep um, level, at the same time they thought out the mm. answer mm-hmm. and mm. to show that sort mm. of spiritual matru- uh, growth. As well as maturity as well, you know, you can have a kid who starts off as a brat, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, within the space of a few months, you're like, "Oh my gosh, this kid's like almost he's mature." Like, what happened? You know what I mean? Yeah. So to see that um, spiritual uh, growth and maturity mm. and consistency is something that um, I I love to see 
um, or I've, I have seen that within some of the guys I have led, I had the opportunity to lead um, to see that consistency. Because um, obviously those, uh, or, or like on a Friday night, any any of those boys or any of those kids can choose to do something, or you know, not choose to not be a youth group, to yeah, go party or hang out or yeah. do something. But these girls are choosing week in week out to come youth group. Yeah, like, even when we told them to make it a priority, some of them goes to one ear at the other. But for the few, few of them, the sticks remnants, with them, yeah, yeah, sticks with them. We're like, mm. oh my gosh, like mm. I think you have some potential in you. Yeah, you know. So yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really encouraging, and I think as well, like our generation doesn't necessarily understand the temptations that this generation. Like I feel like the more I talk to younger people and youth you know about social media and stuff like the culture is vastly different from oh, when 100%, i grew up 100 it's like, completely different. like snapchat and all those things there's a lot of avenues what's, what's the kids into in what's the tactics nowadays huh? yeah, tactics, tactics, TikToks, TikToks. there's just a lot of things oh, that younger people get up to that when i thought about it, i was like oh i was playing on my ds or i was playing on my game boy when, <laughs> well, I was when they outside, were, but what is when this? They were going this? to house parties that they found out on i don't know but like you know what i mean yeah. like that kind of they they act like all adults yeah. and it's just like that's oh, it's, like, it's so different it's because it's because of this thing here it changes yeah. the you know the yeah. situation didn't, back in my day just have tiktok <laughs> me yeah. Wow. No, that was me. That oh, was this guy, you know? I was, I was, it was quarantine. It was, I was bored. I use it for <laughs> entertainment, you know? Some funny stuff out there. But, uh, yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, um, I feel like um, uh, lots of the stuff that you can... Um, it's our form of media these days. Mm. Everything you learn is off social media. Yeah. Like, that's the first thing where you go for for your source of information. Mm. Mm. But it's easier to access because like, everyone's got a phone nowadays. Even yeah. like... Kids in like year six. I nowadays know. Have, I'm yeah. like, bro, year six, I had nothing, bro. Yeah. Like year six, like, for my phone was to go outside and look at, you know, the sky. That's it. My wallpaper. <laughs> that was entertainment. That was my wallpaper, you know. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, social media and all that's changing. But then it's easier to access the stuff just through social media nowadays in our phone. Yeah. yeah that's that's how kids learn nowadays. Yeah. Um, so like, it's it's a very different uh way of, I guess, living. Uh, as a teenager from when we were and it's a big difference mm. and yeah that's one of the also another kind of uh thing that we're learning when we disciple younger people younger christians is the the difference in in upbringing we've got to try to be hip with the young kids nowadays you know just talk like them talk like this talk like that you know what I mean? <laughs> like some uh, for some reason british rap is a, <laughs> is a thing now a jewel, man. all these kids in there was a jewel that's what it's called. You I know? have no idea. What, what's it called? Aussie drill. drill? <laughs> no, not the drill. Well, this is not that drill. It's, it's, a to, it's a form of music. It's a form, oh, of, okay. it's a form of rapping. Like there are Australian people that rap like British people is what I gather. That's yeah, what young I, people. That's what I think. I think. I could be wrong, but you know, we could be wrong. But if you think you know what's right, write in the comment section what it is. Yes, yeah. please educate us. <laughs> We're pretty old. 30 year olds. <laughs> You might yeah. as well be fair. I'm close to fair. I look like I'm 40. So. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. You still, you still got it. You're still young. You still got it. Technically. Well, but, uh, uh, you know, my body is... Uh, a- Asian, Asian don't raisin. Remember? <laughs> Asian don't raisin. Um, That's true. <laughs> but, well, yeah. it's, it, it's been a, a long time since I've done anything youth group related. But from what I've been hearing, it's it's been going pretty well. And I mean, like one of the good things that I've been hearing is when the youth have like, um, they start making life decisions because of how their faith has changed them. 
And so, like, just the way that they talk and just the way that they mm. act around people, it's a lot different from how they would normally mm. talk and act. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And so, uh, this is just what I've been hearing. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And so, that's, I mean, that's another big positive. Seeing yeah, how it's a miracle. <laughs> yeah. I think that <laughs> is, plays testament to what, um, I think what we talked about before sick camp and mm. what we run as a church, like majority of the leaders who do serve on sick have become Christian whilst they were youth at sick as well. So mm. okay. not only yep. like from what I said in a while, I keep coming back, but for them at the same time, it's like, like, um, I think I'm using a sentimental sort of value to them, you know, mm. like it means yeah. like this is the camp that I became Christian on now and I want to come with this camp to, you know, tell these kids this is the same camp I became Christian on, you know, maybe, you, should, you guys should have a think about you know who mm. this boy Jesus is you know mm. but yeah, um, yeah. definitely but uh, no the youth group is going very well um, yeah, it's in good. good hands you know good hands mm. uh, so you spend your time during the week working and also with youth group and discipling high school kids um, so how do you find the time to do all that during the week? Mm, well, I'll correct you with what you said. Formerly youth group. Um, oh, formally. Okay. Uh, formally, uh, so is this a, an official statement? No, no. Like people know. Like if you're watching okay. this, you should already know. Um, <laughs> yes. It's more of a retirement. Um, <laughs> oh, so you are old. Yeah, I'm old. <laughs> no, it's more a bit of no. a, like a retirement. Um, I'm doing another ministry, Kids Church. So shout out to Kids Church. Mm. Um, so... Yeah, I've, I've done it for a while, but it's my time now to do something else and let these young kids come up and mm. lead the new generation of kids. And mm. uh, now it's my turn to lead another generation of kids, so which is a, I'm looking forward to it. But awesome. yeah. Um, and your question was, how do I... Yeah, how do you uh, find time during time? the week? Or yeah. how do you plan your week? Mm. So um, ministry, I know it's... Uh, big part of your week and mm. like work also well, other than other than work depending on how many days I'm on and what programs we got to run and stuff like that mm. um, it's single singleness being single I'm hey. single you know um, if you want to hit me it's up you know why comment you know just that <laughs> Uh, Every yeah, time no. he's single, ready to mingle for Christians only. Yeah, all jokes aside, you know, <laughs> but yeah, being single um, allows me to have uh, the time to during the week, if there is space, just to slot in a meetup, whether it be with a youth or even just one of the church guys who haven't caught up in a while, just catch up with them, hang out, chat, talk, do life together. Mm. Um, yeah, and you no, know, being single is it's a blessing. You know what I mean? It's, mm. it's nothing wrong with it. Um, yeah, Bible, Bible says it's, it's good to be single because it allows you to allows you to focus on ministry as well. But yeah. at the same time, Bible says you no, know, being married is a blessing as well. So mm. they they have both avenues to mm. serve God differently. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, you know, mm. um, like before, me and I just, like we're single now. You know, maybe because you know God is like saying, you know what, I'm gonna save you. You know, maybe. Maybe now you're single, but maybe later on find you a wife or something like that. Mm. But um, yeah, at the moment, um, just being single allows me the time to you know do um, the stuff that I do now. Yeah, being a fellow single man <laughs> <laughs> and uh, knowing what it's like, you know, yes, uh, it does grant all of those good mm. things. But at the same time, we're only human, and mm. we do feel the heaviness and the loneliness that comes with it at times. Mm. Um, you know, we live in a society that really 
um, you know, puts romantic relationship at the forefront of media and everything. And that's what makes the world go around, apparently. And so it and also being in a, you know, Christian um, bubble, we also see a lot of people getting married and generally young. Like I have a, I don't even I don't think I have much friends that got married in their 30. A lot of my friends, uh, 30s, a lot of my friends get married like mid to late 20s or even younger. Um, mm. And so, yeah, it's just, it's a, like, you know, I, I for me, I also feel that loneliness and I also mm. feel that kind of social pressure. Um, I guess mm. in, in regards to that, um, yeah, do you feel those waves of loneliness? And if so, like, how do you... Um, navigate through those with mm, God. like i think you touched on the part with like i think social like pressure and stuff like that mm. um we're all asian here so obviously <laughs> we have famous games go and like oh. grandma and aunties be like you know you got a girlfriend yet this and that I'm like, nah, shut up <laughs> <laughs> you know um, the, the well-meaning yeah. questions but well, uh, yeah, even your parents be like, when are you gonna get a girlfriend you know well, i'm like relax you know yeah. It's so like if, if I could, I would. Yeah, no, it's like, I'm not like <laughs> you think I'm I'm yeah. weighty. <laughs> like you know? I'm doing yeah, this on purpose. Yeah, hundred percent. You know? Yeah, um, yeah. Like I didn't choose to be single. It just it just happened to me. So there's nothing wrong mm. with it. Um, yeah. I think there's a difference between a want and a need. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, like I want to be in a relationship, which is not a bad thing. You know, like, mm. it, like God created us to be relational mm. uh, beings. So mm-hmm. like that yearn for wanting to be in relationship is a good thing. Yeah, it's a healthy so thing. It's a healthy thing, yeah. It's a healthy, godly thing. So yeah. I, don't, I feel like it's not like I need it. Like you need water to survive, um, mm. but do you need a re- do you need a relationship to survive, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, so, but at the same time, you know, like you touched on before, you said, um, how does it affect me? Like, at times it, 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 it hurts because it's like, I want that. Mm. You know, but then mm-hmm. there are some positives where you know oh, I can use this time to either catch up with someone or hang out mm. um, mm-hmm. just you know use the time more for ministry but mm. at the same time it is hard um, there were sometimes where I was like man everyone's getting married left right and center especially in quarantine everyone's yeah, getting engaged I'm like, <laughs> but I'm happy for you so I love you so, you know mm. you guys are my mates and yeah. my, my family so I, I love you but at the same time I was like man I want that too, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah but... Um, and I think it's okay to feel sad about it. And, you know, some people grieve over it. There's some people who have a really mm. heavy sense of grief when they're in singleness. And, mm. you know, it's 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 okay and you, and you can process that. But as long as, you know, that grief doesn't lead you away from God, but leads you toward God, then I think that's a, that's a good thing as well. Mm, 100%. Mm. Um, and I think that, you know, like, the married couples at our church, I think they do a great job with yeah. including um, the singles in like just events and stuff like that. Yeah. So if you're from our church and you're married, uh, shout out to you, you know who you are. Mm. Um, yeah, they just include, they just love the single guys and include them as well. Mm. Um, obviously, like obviously when you hang out together in the big group, or, you know, keep your lovey-dovey stuff at home <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. So it doesn't Actually, I feel like our church member couples um, they do that well. Like I don't mm. see much of them all be lovey dovey during church service or during yeah. dinner. They're like, mm. you know, they we they act like friends the way we act like friends mm. with them. So I really appreciate I that. What, yeah, like our church does well. We just we just care for the guys who are single at our church. Mm. Um, but yeah, also like they include us in like events and stuff like that. But mm. not making it weird. You know what I mean? Um, even if you hang out together in a group and there's a couple of married couples there and you're mm. like the only one or two single guys or girls there, you know, that it doesn't feel you know awkward. Mm. It just mm. feels like, oh, just oh, a bunch of mates going out, hanging out, having a good time. 
Yeah. So yeah, so that's what I feel. So shout out to the America was a church yeah, for loving the single yeah. guys. Yeah. Not for just our church, but even mm. our church as well. Yeah. Mm. For me, when when I go through those pits of low, like you know, when I when I feel the loneliness <laughs> happen, yeah, I I do a similar thing where I I recognize that um, these longings, like wanting to be in a relationship and for marriage and to have kids is is a healthy longing and a good longing from god mm. and, and and it's a biblical thing so it's it's good to have those longings and it's not bad but yeah i i always pray into those emotions and and mm. say like god, god these are from these are healthy emotions are from you but i can't handle it mm. <laughs> i can't handle the this this feeling and so mm. you know i pray and and i lament and i let god know and um, yeah, for me, I just find doing that helps realign my perspective back on the bigger picture of God's will and plan and to trust in that plan, however it may look. So mm. if this means that I'm single for now or, you know, further along, I can trust that it's a good plan that God has and he loves me and whatever he wills for me is, is for mm. my good as well as for his glory as well. So mm. I trust mm. in, in that um, you know, biblical mm. perspective, and I, I cling on to that um, in those times. And obviously, I, I then call a friend, I call Vin, like, and I cried on the phone. I cry on the phone, like, Vin, this is hard. <laughs> and he prays <laughs> for me, and I find that support helpful mm. as well. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so a question to you, Vin. Like, obviously, you're off the market now, you're married, you know. Um, what, what was, for you were your the biggest struggles for when you were, you know, a single man, like, us, you know what I mean? Hey, I'm, I'm interviewing you. <laughs> I'm asking you a question, hey, bro. Oh, yeah. I'm asking you a question, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, sorry, what is your question? I could be, you know, the new co-host of the <laughs> show, you know? But no, it's just a general question, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah to you. Yeah, what was your question? Uh, so obviously, like, you're married now, but, like, yeah. back when you were single, um, what yeah. was someone like, did you face, like, similar to what Minajo were facing, or, like, would you just, were you like, you know what, I'm content with what God has for me, now, if he blesses me with a wife, then so be it. Um, or you just like me. Yeah, what was your sucked. journey in it uh, in, in toward marriage? Yeah. Um, I think um, it's definitely um, been times when it's been hard and um, seeing my friends and everyone mm. around me um, going to get, get married and mm. all that. And um, yeah, but I, I think um, what I held on tightly was um being reminded that um whatever season in life that i'm in that um yeah what it's just like what you said god's ha god's got a plan for me and mm. um mm. and and so i think i've just been reminded that i'll whatever season in life i'm in um to use it wisely because that's the blessing that god's given to me mm. Mm. Um, but, but yeah during that journey I was always really encouraged by how like much of a man of integrity and a man of God that you were because you never compromised oh. like you never went down oh. that road of like oh maybe a non-Christian because mm. you know it, it'd be easier to, to kind of go in that direction because things seem to be easier mm. to you know and it, there's not as much pickiness and this and mm. that because you know sometimes Christian women are a bit picky, <laughs> just like how we're picky as well. But it's it's a bit it's it's harder and mm. it's it's easier to compromise. Mm. But uh, yeah, it was just really encouraging to see you stay so strong in your faith and and not compromise. Mm. But yet, you know, even when things didn't work out, 
previously with things, you you still stay close to God. Mm. You still went church. It didn't bring you away. Mm. And so it was just really encouraging. Then, you know, to see I was there when you you kind of messaged me and talked about your now wife Rachel and how things kind of yeah. all kind of fell into place. Mm. Like it, it yeah. was out of nowhere kind of thing. It was just like, oh, mm. I met this person that's what mm. and, yeah. and it was just like, oh, cool, cool. <laughs> and it was just encouraging to see that. Um, yeah just to see mm. that progression mm. on and um you know it was all a part of god's plan mm. and so to see god's plan um the way it panned out in yours mm. uh, and, and you know it, it it was for your good and mm. things turned out better than we could mm. have expected that kind mm. of thing so yeah yeah, yeah mm. it's just because there was a period in time where obviously when you were still single before you met your well, current wife rachel i was like man everything's are such a mighty man of god <laughs> man i was like how's this bloke still single and like now boom you know you're married also, another black church who we know was single for a long time. Now he's getting married later <laughs> on. We know we're talking about. We won't say <laughs> we his name, know. but um, <laughs> shout out to you if you're watching. Um, he was man. We we all sat around saying to each other, man, this guy's like such a man of God, man. He's mm. godly. You know, he's caring, loving, this and that. And how's he still single? And then boom, all of a sudden he's married, getting married. I'm, oh, whoa, mm. you know, well, you don't know. Maybe next you know, week, TK. <laughs> guys, I'm getting married next week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, no jokes, nah, jokes. Nah. Yeah, but I yeah. guess, yeah, I wanted to also ask, yeah, have you, what is your experience during this singleness? And I guess, you know, I feel like you're, you know, in a place where you're you're probably more ready because, you know, you finished studying, you're working mm. and stuff like that, and you're in a position uh, to be putting yourself out there to mm. to look for that kind of relationship. How um, have you found, way, like, do you feel like there's much opportunity or no opportunity? What's your current experience in in where you are and and those kind of things is there any mm. opportunity or is there not what, what is it mm, interesting good question um i'm i'm open for uh opportunities that arrive um but at the same time it's like um i'm, I'm it's hard because i'm at the same i'm in between like oh man i wouldn't mind but at the same time i'm sort of content i'm mm. like smack bang in the middle like, yeah. i don't know if that makes sense but no like, i get you it's I like, feel you, brother. like mm. i would want a relationship Mm. Well, it'll be nice it'll be great you know but then at the same time like, I, I don't mind being single for now you know there's nothing yeah. wrong with it yeah. but like, I'm smack big manure like, I'm like either or you know mm. so it's like that's how for me but you know to, to keep my mind busy um, it's like work work keeps my mind busy gym gym Woo, keeps up, you know? the gym. Uh, iron iron therapy you know iron um, therapy that's exactly it man you, that's, you know? that's how we release our emotions someone someone <laughs> fellas if someone break your heart you know you just get the iron to almost kill you like <laughs> like that and then beautiful lol that's yeah. the whole reason why I started working out a long time ago a girl broke my heart and I said you know what I'm gonna get buffed <laughs> and I get buffed and later on eventually that girl got interested in me because I got buffed uh, <laughs> and I was like no <laughs> no no, that was a long him. time ago. <laughs> but yeah, now nah, keeping myself yeah. busy with gym, um, and yeah. yeah, not not trying to um, think about it too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, like if if it does become hard, and obviously you know you struggle with it, um, I think it'd be good to speak up and talk to some of the men at church and be yes, like, be like exactly. hey, look, or even just talk to someone that you 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 trust at church, or mm. like, preferably a guy. You know what I mean? Um, mm. And be mm. like, look, brother, look. I'm struggling with this. Um, you know, can you help me? How can you know? What are some ways to help me um, mm. uh, keep my mind occupied, or you know, yeah, can you sharing pray for burdens, me or yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just do life together at the same time. You know, find mm. find someone that you are close with or you can trust, and just confide in them. Confide. And then, yeah, and, that, and you can feel supported, and you know that generally leads. 
lessens your the loneliness when you are able to bounce around different friends about different mm. burdens and you know what you're going through. Mm. For me, um, yeah, I've had experience where you know right now I feel like I'm in a place where I've worked on myself. I've gone <clears throat> sought out professional help, and you know I've sorted out my issues, and I still am. But I feel like for the last two years I've really grown. Uh, in my faith and as a Christian and also as an individual as well, like just grown in all aspects. And I feel like I'm ready. And so I, I came to a stage where I was like, I'm ready to put myself out there. So I did the one thing that I feel like it's controversial in the Christian circle. Like a, a lot of people have a lot of mixed opinions and that's like dating apps and dating online. Mm. Um, you know, s sometimes dating apps have a bad rap, um, especially in today's society with the whole hookup culture. Mm. And that's where it, it spawns and that's what it's all about. But at the same time, on the other side of the spectrum, I've heard a lot of stories where solid Christians go on there and meet other solid Christians and, and, mm. and actually get married. And, you know, I have a cousin that met her Christian husband on Tinder and they got married. Like, you know what I mean? Like on Tinder as well. And I was just like, oh, but, you know. Going, but all good, so. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know, it, it worked out and mm. they're married and they have a kid and they're both Christian. So it's just like, you know. But anyway, so, you know, I heard those things. And, you know, there's other Christian dating apps as well where people What's are it? more Christian-minded and hearted. Uh, 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 yeah, so they actually meet other Christians that have mm. the same morals and values. And for me, I, I, I put myself out there. I tried one app that 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 gave you the option of putting all your religious um, pre uh, preferences on there. So mm. you know, Christian settings on. And I also went on one that was like a Christian-centered app. And I put myself out there, and I found my experience. Um different from others because i i kind of kind of saw myself i didn't like how i was starting to turn out in that it was becoming a thing where i was like looking through it all the time and it was starting to consume me and and that's when mm. i started to think yeah maybe i shouldn't be on here um and so and you know even though i i went i met some christian girls and and i went on a date with one of them but still i just felt like um you know it was hard because they weren't on in the same season of mm. uh, faith like uh, the season of life and season of faith like they were still um their view of christian marriage is very different from my view of christian marriage mm. and so mm. i just things wouldn't pan out and work out and i felt like it was impossible to meet someone on these apps that had that you know same heart for jesus that wanted to serve jesus wholeheartedly or they were just you know let's say they were younger in their faith and they they weren't seeing marriage as that but more of a different um thing from what i was thinking because for me marriage uh, a christian marriage is is just a, another avenue to glorify god together and that's mm. what i want it to be like you know i want to lead bible study and have a wife that you know co-lead or or you know we do youth group or, or some sort mm. of ministry together in and outside of church but i felt like a lot of the people that i was talking to don't necessarily have that vision mm. and so i was just feeling like on any app you know, it seemed to be that kind of same response. So I ended up getting all off it because I was like, and I prayed about it. I was like, God, in the end, if if it is your will for me to find someone, I trust mm. that you will make it happen. Um, I'm mm. not saying that, you know, God's a genie and he'll grant my wish. But if it is his will, I don't feel like I need to invest all this time chasing something when 
um, if it is his will, I feel like it will naturally fall into place without me having to kind of mm. um, get consumed and chase it. And like, yeah, if you think about it, if, if I were to chase something that wasn't God's will, then I'm wasting time. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'd rather, like there's mm. more of a chance of me, um, f- you know, doing what I need to be doing clearly following what god has set in front of me and for me right now it's just like certain ministries and i want to do you know take discipleship um seriously and 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 invest a lot more time in in my male friends and and speaking about topics with my male friends i'm passionate about like men's mental health and all that stuff and so yeah i just feel like i'm gonna put my energy there rather than putting my energy maybe in right now it's not god's timing or Mm. it's not god's will so i'm gonna trust in in the but mm. um in God's will and do the things that He set in front of me. So. Mm. Mm. so on top of that, like you said, you've you tried online dating, but mm. then you're like, nah, it's not for me. It's the latest. Mm. Like, what, what what are your thoughts on you know visiting in another church? Yeah, that's a good question. So we we had a yeah we had a question. I I still feel like I I don't I don't like that because I feel like. We, we had the same sentiment. But for me, I had that feeling of like, I felt seedy. I feel seedy of that idea because I'm just like, <laughs> I'm going to that church to be like, hey, you go, girl, ladies. I'm like, I just feel, yeah, I just feel like, um, yeah, I feel that way. And I just, I feel like, nah, that's, I don't feel comfortable doing that. How about you? Did you feel all right like, with that or no? Similar to you, like if um, I was to just visit a random church and just have a suss out, and, yeah. you know, then you got to, Think about you know what am I there for? Am I there for the yes, right the attention exactly. behind it? Yeah. But if you know your church mate was like, hey, let's go visit my church, my friend's church, you know, blah blah blah. Okay. Like then that's a different story. I'm like, okay, yeah. so you're inviting me to go visit your friend's church, which one I know you. For mm. example, let's say we go, to, we you invite me to your friend's church. And mm. I know you, so I feel comfortable. Mm. And I come along, then okay, I'm, I'll be more comfortable to yeah. go because I feel comfortable. You know what I mean? It's 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 like you know you just there just to see the church or see how it is and just know chat even just to meet your people but yeah. um, I think if we were just to go by yourself uh, for me I would just be like at the same time what's your intention but then mm. like if someone invites you I think for me it's a different story so I'm like okay I'll be more kind if someone will invite me to to their church you know what I mean yeah, well, if I, I know th- you, you yeah, know I, yeah I feel like I'd be more open minded to that kind yeah. of um way of of meeting people and putting myself out there because mm. it seems more natural and less like i'm here to find a wife like but then i've i've heard stories where people had that m- intention and then they ended up finding their wife and now mm, it's just yeah. like okay like i can't point that out either but mm. it worked for them and that's what they wanted yeah, and some they, people and, and work out you know it, it worked like yeah. you know god you know worked with that kind of went in that direction mm. but for me i'm just like oh mm. no like I like for me I don't I don't mind being set up because the reason like before I, I was a bit iffy with that but if a Christian friend set me up the only reason why I would say yes is because oh this person is a mutual friend meaning that mm. they're in you know that kind of church circle and if mm. they're in my church circle of friends no their church circle of friends they're more likely to be Christians that um are on the, in that season where they're ready mm. and and mm. and have that kind of same view as Christian marriage that I mm. kind of envision. Yeah. I think. I'll, I yeah. think. Oh, sorry, Vin. Um, I think um, it makes it easier because then if you know, like you said, if you were to be set up with someone that mm. you know, mm. like 
you would trust, you know, your mate to see mm. like well. For example, mm. no, if Vinny was to send me up, like I trust Vinny, the good black. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But then at the same time, if he's sending up with someone from his friend's church, mm. then they know that other person, but then Vin knows them. Mm. So it's more like, okay, so there's two people here, but then there's a lot of people in between who know both sides and then interlap. Yeah, overlap, sorry. Yes, and yes. You have mutual like, oh, friends. So you mutual friends. Yeah. So they're like, oh, so do you know this person? Like, oh, yeah, I've met blah, 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 blah. Mm. You know, what about this person? And you start talking about it. You yeah, so what what I was going to say was, um, so it's it's a good thing because there's kind of like a sense of commonality between yes. you and them because you're in the same circle. And mm. so like there's a, a lot less risk of there being a hit and miss kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, the risk is still there, but like, you know, that you both come from the same yeah. or similar circles yeah, and yeah. your beliefs are the same. And mm. um, like the stuff that you guys believe in, uh, like, yeah, it mm. like, yeah, it, it's, it's more like, cause yeah, I found it on dating apps. They would say they're Christian. And when I chatted to them and got to know them, you know, I was just like, Oh, um, you're, you don't, uh, I guess practice, or you don't, you know, shape Jesus, let Jesus shape your life the way I do. Like, it, it's different. So, because, like, yeah, they just, it, it's just different. But I guess, yeah, like you were saying, people in the same circle of friends are more likely to have a higher strike rate of it, you know, matching in that way. Mm. 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 I think that was... Great chats, guys. <laughs> that was cracker chats. That was a banger. We can get one night. <laughs> I know. What are you we can. <laughs> no, it's still young. <laughs> true, true. What other avenues, TK? Oh, you know. Uh, oh, Visiting man. churches, <laughs> dating apps. Oh, oh, no way. I think uh, we've touched on on, on, yeah, on, yeah. on on most of them. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think that was a good um, time. That was a good. That was a good time for me. I, I really enjoyed getting to know our yeah. TK yeah. and mm, also hearing There's his point of view on these points and topics mm. and um, say thank you and a round of applause. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, well TK. done. Yeah. Thank you, Jeez. TK. It was a pleasure having you. Cheers, boys. And hopefully in the future we can we can have you again sometime. Oh, it'll be a pleasure to be back on. Uh, hopefully your fans enjoyed me. You know, Thank you for listening. Yes. Um, yeah, like, comment, Subscribe, share, you know. Or um, yeah, shout follow us you. on Spotify as well. Yep, shout out to uh, ten fans who are watching. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a thumbs up, Mum and Rach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my mum and my dad sometimes, <laughs> if he feels like it. Um, thanks. <laughs> but um, yeah, this is uh, IJ signing off. Vin signing off. I'm um, TK. Good night.